Last weekend, I kind of challenged all of us in a need to grow in our faith, that we always have to continually grow, otherwise we're really dying in our faith. But then I did, in my rash youthfulness, I didn't think, well, what do we go from there? But where I think we have to go before we go forward is go backwards. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, you can't really know where you're going until you know where you have been. Or the prophet Jeremiah puts it this way. He said, stand beside the earliest roads, ask the pathways of old, which is the way to good, and walk it. Thus you will find rest for your souls. And I think in our reflection through our readings this weekend, they all point to the gift of faith. St. Paul, in his letter to Timothy, says, let the gift be rekindled in you. We have to remember the gift of faith that we have received, where we have been in our life of faith, if we know where and how we're going to grow in that gift of faith that has been given to us. Because our faith is always something first that we receive. And only if we properly receive it can we then grow in it. So for me, there's three things or three questions to ask ourselves to reflect on the gift of our faith. One is our parish. Second is the gift of your own baptism. And third is your guides along the way of your life of faith. First, our parish. What is our tie and our connection with our parish and this place where we worship and pray together? I know many of you know a lot of the history, many of you know it better than me, but how did we get here that we have a church in Fort Saskatchewan in 2019? St. Albert was the first church built west of Winnipeg in 1861 by Father Albert Lacombe. And 10 years later, we received the first bishop west of Winnipeg, Bishop Grandin. And it began as the Diocese of St. Albert. Up on the hill, the church up on the hill. That was the original cathedral, was St. Albert Parish. From there, the original church in this area was Lamoureux. But in 1908, a church was built here in Fort Saskatchewan, but didn't have a pastor. The Franciscans would come from Edmonton, take the train on Saturday, and come out to Fort Saskatchewan and light a coal fire so that by Sunday morning the church was warm enough and they would sleep in a little room in the back. And that lasted for decades. But this church, this parish, existed before the Archdiocese of Edmonton did because it was only in 1912 that the Archdiocese of Edmonton was formed, that it was no longer the Diocese of St. Albert but the Archdiocese of Edmonton. It was only in 1961 that Fort Saskatchewan first received a pastor that lived here and served here. And then we know that a few years later, 1967, that that church, that original church, burnt down. And the people that were here at the time, some that are still here, built this place that we have, that we can call our home. This is the gift that we have received from our ancestors that came before us that offers us a place to celebrate our faith in the midst of our community. So where do we fit 
in that story? How are we going to continue to build that so that future generations have the same gift to receive? A place of worship, a place of prayer in the midst of Fort Saskatchewan. Because there's a difference in a Catholic parish compared to some other ecclesial communities. Our parish is given to us. This is an arranged marriage. We don't choose. We don't go around picking and choosing which community feels like we fit best with. We come to our parish and we form community amongst ourselves. We learn how to live as Christians amongst all the Catholics that come to this parish. It's a different way of approaching our life of faith. It's something we've been given. Do we acknowledge that? That there are many, and we could go back before the Diocese of St. Albert was ever here, to those who brought the faith, faith first to Canada, to faith in Europe, all the way back to Christ and the Apostles. This gift of faith is handed on. Then your own baptism. The gift of your own baptism. Pope Francis, multiple times since he became Pope, has asked people in his addresses, do you know the date of your baptism? And I won't make you put your hands up, because I know most don't. I only went and looked it up two or three years ago, what the date of my baptism was. We celebrate great occasions in our life, our birthday, anniversaries. We give great celebrations to these things that have a huge impact on our life. Is the day of our baptism not a moment of great importance in our Christian life? It's the beginning of our Christian life. It's the day where we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's the day where we become a son, a daughter of God. Do we even know when that is? When that began for us in our life? I know some families will take out until the candle dies, take out their child's baptism candle on the day of their baptism and light it and just do a small celebration to mark the day that they were baptized because that's the beginning of eternal life for us if we receive it. Pope Francis even encourages us to make a pilgrimage to go and visit the place that we were baptized, the physical place where that moment in our life happened. Maybe you're lucky enough that some of you were baptized here and you can come here every Sunday. I have to go all the way to Quebec because I was baptized in Quebec. But marking that occasion where the gift of faith was first given to you. Because the reality of our baptism is for most of us here, we received it before we could receive it for ourselves. Our parents and our godparents received this gift of faith on our behalf. Is your baptism a moment that you give thanks to God for this gift of faith that you have been given? And finally, our guides. We don't come to a life of faith without people along the way that help us get there. Maybe it was a priest or a religious. Maybe it was a family member, parent, an aunt or an uncle, grandma, grandpa, friends along the way. Most of us have more than one people along the way that have helped us through in a life of faith? Do we pause and give thanks to God for those people along the way? 
because faith is something that we first receive. We have to know where we've received it from to be able to properly give thanks for that gift of faith in our life and then to see where we're called to grow that gift, the gift that we've received and now we grow so that each one of us can be helpful guides to others in their journey of faith because it's not something that we keep for ourselves. It's a gift that we've received dating back all the way to the apostles. St. Paul points to the laying on of hands. Do you remember how many times you see the laying on of hands? It happens with at least half the sacraments. When you were confirmed, the laying on of hands. At every mass, the priest lays hands on the gifts of bread and wine. When you come to confession, the priest lays hands by extending his hands over you, offering absolution. The laying on of hands is the giving of the gift of the Holy Spirit from the apostles to today. Then your own baptism, the day where your life of faith began. And the people God has gifted you in your life to help nurture and guide that faith so that you are still here today. So let's take an opportunity today to give thanks for that gift of faith, to allow that gift of faith to be rekindled in our lives so that God can show us the way that we're called to move forward. Mm -hmm.